Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you, all assemble and come to you. Your sons come from afar, and your daughters are carried on the hip. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. Herds of camels will cover your land. Young camels of Midian and Ephah. And all from Sheba will come, bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. Very dark night, way up north. Ever experienced it? One of those moments when you're all by yourself. I've had it happen to me a number of times. Suddenly, without any warning, not sure where it comes from and where it's going, but there's light, dazzling light, bright light. Just for a moment, just a flash. And it creates in the mind this, this little wonderment. Am I the only one that's seen that? Did all of that glory just happen in this moment just, just for me? Or is this something all kinds of people have seen? All over the place. Everywhere in the Northern Hemisphere. At least those that are out at this hour of the night. But how do you know? There is only one way to find out. And that is to ask and to share what you've seen. To describe it for others. To share the joy of the moment and try to help others understand who may not have seen yet you've had an experience you hope for them, that you want for them, because it is a memorable one. Isaiah speaks of a, a light so brilliant, so radiant, that there need not be any question as to who may have seen it and when how far across the face of the earth, how many. No, he makes it clear. All the peoples are covered in darkness. The darkness of sin, unbelief, rebellion against God. The darkness that the human race digs itself into deeper and deeper every day of its existence. Everyone knows there's no light within. Go deeper, you won't find light. You'll only find deeper darkness. So we know better than to turn to those around us for that light because we know they're as much the victims of darkness as we are. 
not in the human mind, not in the human endeavor. The kind of light we know we need. A light we wait for, hope for, expect. Is a light that shines in our lives, in our hearts, in our souls, so often at unexpected moments. Moments we weren't planning for. Moments at times we wouldn't even pretend to understand how God chose that moment, that word, that hymn, that psalm, that life experience where some fellow Christian, a brother or sister in Christ, chose a word to speak to us that changed everything, that brought cascading, radiant light to the moment, to our lives, renewing again in us that hope of eternity with God. But look at what Isaiah tells you. The response to this light, the desire for this light, shows you just how completely this light envelops the world in which we live with its necessity, with its urgency, with its hope. Nations will come to your light, kings to the brightness of your dawn. Lift up your eyes and look about you. All assemble and come to you. Your sons from afar, your daughters are carried in the arm. Isaiah wants us all to understand that the Magi, the great ones of the East, that invested everything to pursue a star, a moving star, to a place they'd never been, unsure where they were even going until they got there. This was no accident. This was no happenstance. This was no flight of fancy. This was fulfillment of prophecy. This was the certainty being made by God that his son entering the world, yes, a Jewish baby of a Jewish mother of the family of David, of the tribe of Judah, all promises made to a very specially chosen nation for the purpose of fulfilling all of God's Old Testament in a way that there would be certainty for them of the identity and the purpose and the possibility of this child. But forecast all those years earlier and in other places as well, References to the nations, references to kings, references to great ones. How all the ends of the earth will see and know the saving arm of God made bare in the, in the birth of his son, in the adolescence of his son, in the adult struggling and striving, serving and forgiving and living and dying of his son. It's not just a little bit of the world or a moment in this world's history. It is everyone, everywhere, of every walk of life, from the greatest who have ever walked this earth from human perspective to the very least 
all are in the Savior God's interest of knowing and seeing this brilliance, this radiance, this light of truth, of hope, of forgiveness. Then you will look and be radiant. Your heart will throb and swell with joy. The wealth on the seas will be brought to you. To you the riches of the nations will come. Isn't it interesting that the Savior God who chose to speak words of prophecy so many years in advance would point us also to the reaction, the response of those who first came to know and see and worship, but would also be the response of every believing heart when it comes to fully understand and appreciate what this moment means, who this child is, and what he does for us every day. Standing in the breach between us and an angry God, mitigating our forgiveness with a God who demands perfection. Directing God's sight away from our sins, away from our putridness, and only to His righteousness, earned in our place, His perfection offered as a sacrifice for our sins. The brilliance of flawlessness, of eternal righteousness, of unbroken holiness, is beyond our grasp, is beyond our imagining. And its radiance, its radiance as it envelops us, should in every way cause our hearts to throb with joy, our voices to blossom with song. Herds of camels will cover your land, young camels of Midian and Ephah and all from Sheba will come bearing gold and incense and proclaiming the praise of the Lord. It's not just enough to give this Savior in this moment of glorious radiance the very best of possible gifts that humans can generate along with those gifts of treasure and of time and pursuing Him to demonstrate devotion and worship Praise of the Lord includes songs, yes, but also proclamation to a world that desperately needs to hear it. It is a sad thing that the American culture has all but lost its understanding, its acknowledgement of epiphany. The ancient church led by believers who treasured the moments they had with their, their Savior and His Word and their fellow believers in their observance of all the things the Word would teach us, saw Christmas and Epiphany side by side as bookends of a very important acknowledgement one of the two most important acknowledgments of our salvation history. The light of the angels 
on that first Christmas night as they proclaimed the good news to the shepherds. The shining of a star and the, and the forecast of the, the brilliance of the radiance of the truth of this child, even for great ones from the East. They set such a, an important and profound contrast to that, to that other moment. At the other end of this perfect, substitutionary human life, does there not have to be utter darkness? Complete void and emptiness? In that moment when he acknowledges to what degree he has been abandoned and then offers up his breath, his life, his spirit for the salvation of the world. It was a Friday. It was the middle of the afternoon. Every expectation of normalcy would be full daylight. And yet in that moment, the sun refused to shine. It was the absolute opposite of the brilliance and the glory and the radiance that is offered here. And yet for so many reasons, in that darkness, our hearts also throb with joy. For we know what it means for us. The completeness, the balance, the pattern and the rhythm, the dynamic, the energy of the saving God doing his work for us, for our eternal hope. Work we could never do. Work that he has arrived in the world to do not haphazardly, not with whims and wonderings, but with resolve, with power, with authority, and always radiant, always glorious, always divine. Does one well to wonder? Over the course of all these centuries, thousands of years, how many souls have seen, treasured, and celebrated the radiance, the glory? How many kings and nobles how many slaves and prisoners, despite their captivity, celebrating the freedom they know from the sin and the realities of this world, that they may never escape this side of eternity. But no, what awaits them through the working of the Holy God and the fulfillment of every last one of his promises. It's good that you are here today to add your voices 
to allow your heart to throb with joy, to squint at the brilliance of a glory you know you need to see, you know you need to fill your life, to give you light and hope, purpose and promise, day after day, as you journey to heaven. Wonder just how many, how many millions of souls have seen this light and rejoiced at this glory. And thank your Savior God that you also are one. Amen.